The McElroy brothers are not experts, and their advice should never be followed. Travis insists he's a sexpert, but if there's a degree on his wall, I haven't seen it. Also, this show isn't for kids, which I mention only so the babies out there will know how cool they are for listening. What's up, you cool baby? It's familiar, but not too familiar, but not too Welcome to My Brother, My Brother, Meet Advice Show for the Modern Era. I'm your oldest brother, Justin McElroy. I'm your middlest brother, Travis McElroy. I'm your sweet brother, Griffin McElroy. Welcome to McElroy Masterclass. Here in McElroy Masterclass, these three experts will take something that they are the masters of, and we'll be teaching you about it. I, for example, will be teaching sourdough bread making. Griffin, what will you be teaching? I was going to do sourdough bread making. Oh, no. But okay. I guess I'll, I'll do... switch. I can switch mine. No, you said it first. And so I think okay. it's only fair. Can I do. <laughs> wouldn't it be fucking hysterical if it was like sourdough bread eating? That's pretty good. Stop the podcast. I want to get off. I want you to be completely honest with yourself and with our listeners and with us. Yeah. Are yeah. you a master at eating sourdough? That's a good point. Do you know what? What are some of the mastery points in that? One is like selection is don't huge. Cu- don't cut huge. yourself on the crust. You're gonna cut yourself on the crust. So I think I think it's mostly a sort of biological, bioorganic sort of toughening of the gums. Yeah. Whether that is through snus and snuff, or whether that is through a sort of DNA alter- alteration, mm. uh, radiation pills. Uh, surgery, gums surgery to make it tough. Uh, getting turtle shell put on. What there. about pairing? What about pairings? Knowing the exact pairings. What What does this sourdough bread go with? What kind of moment? What What? Which ones are aphrodisiacs? Well, that's a fucking trap, Justin. Because a true sourdough master, the only thing that pairs well with sourdoughs even more sourdough, baby. That is true. Now, Justin, I assume that for this master class, you will be teaching carpentry. No. Uh, I'll do something else. I'll come up with something. Hold on, let me think about it. My Why wallet's not? pretty organized. <laughs> oh, yeah? Like, it's slim as hell. I just got the essentials in there. I got scans of things that I don't need to swipe. Yeah. Uh, I have a pretty, and no cash, because I'm unmuggable. <laughs> cool. Wait, you have scans of things you don't need to swipe? What are you talking about? Like my um SAG card, right? Yeah. I- I'm not going to carry that around with me. I don't need to prove that I have SAG credits, uh, you know, at any moment in my life, but I do need the number to be able to pay my dues. So I scan that, don't carry it around with me on my wallet. That's why. Oh, I thought you meant like a photocopy of it in your wallet, and I didn't see how that was better. I mean, that's actually not a bad tip. If Mm. you don't need to swipe it, but you do want it all you at all times, get something thinner, some sort of translucent parchment. Perhaps. We're deep. We're knuckle deep in quar right now, and so like I have not needed my wallet in yeah. a long, long time. Yeah. I put on socks and shoes yesterday to put on to do some yard work, and I right. realized Your feet screamed in pain. I realized I had not worn socks in literally three months, and so um, that was a challenge for me. Justin, I know you've been doing some great wood projects, and you did suggest to us literally before we recorded that you didn't want to talk about it. Yeah, I just said I didn't, I said before we, I was telling you guys about uh, the bench I just finished, and then I said I didn't want to talk about it on the podcast. And you said you wanted wanted to say, son of a bench, that's good. And and you took that from Travis, and I'm curious why you're ashamed of this incredible bench. that I'm ashamed I just want something for me and I think that should be okay I don't have to share every aspect of my life you do with with the the people I can have a little something for me I don't want to talk about woodwork like I don't want to first I'm I've just begun uh learning the craft so I don't want to be treated like some sort of expert Mm. in it and say something silly but also 
if I talk about anything on earth enough, I'll accidentally start a podcast about it. That's true. And I don't, I don't want to do that. Ah, maybe you should start another masterclass, Justin, about baking, because I think you're serving up a big, tasty slice of humble pie right now, my friend. Look at this bench. This is the bench. <laughs> this is the bench of a master carpenter. This is the bench. This is the kind of bench that Christ would make. It's just a simple. Uh, Griffin, I'm sorry. Nowhere in the Bible does it say that Jesus was a master carpenter. He might have been very bad at it. He may have been just okay, but he. If he was that great at it, he probably would have stuck with it. That's is what, what I will say. Saying. Anyway, Justin, what is your class going to be? Because it can't be the thing you said about the wallet, because that's not anything. Um, I guess. I guess. Um, sort of. I eat a lot of beans still. Kind of different bean preps. Ah, dang it. We did establish a super precedent that we can just talk about eating stuff good. Shit. No, can I no, go back no, no. Because like I can eat a lot of M&Ms in one sitting. No, Travis, bean you cookery. already listen, listen to this. I got lesson one, okay? You're yeah. booting it up. Yeah. Hello. Hold I'm on. sitting behind booting the table. It up, booting it up? Is it on fucking <laughs> floppy disk? Yeah, you have to preload <laughs> all of them into your Commodore 64 and then run them. Okay. Um. Hi, it's me, Justin McElroy. If you get a cup of red lentils and then soak them in two cups of water overnight with some salt and then blend them in a blender and make a dough and then you can make a tortilla out of red lentils, it's all lentil tortillas. It's delicious. Should you, though? Should Is it better you, that way? You, you never stop to ask, should I do this? I mean, it's better than a lot of different ways you can eat lentils. Sure. That's fair. Okay. Sure. There's there's many more unpleasant ways to eat lentils. Here is a brief summation of those. Yeah. Candied. Um, like sunflowers, just raw. <laughs> Chewing your teeth down to nubs. Juice. Trying to enjoy it, J uh, raw cauliflower. J -Dog. Yeah, raw uh, lentils, yes. You do... You did twice there say eat sunflowers. You're are you talking about the seeds or have you just been just sort of walking up to these bastards in a field and just opening your mouth and running into them? And I wouldn't know a plant, a, the plant that makes lentils if I was, if it was my uncle. I would not be able to identify okay. this plant. Okay. I don't, I know they come in a bag. And fun fact about lentils. Ooh, here's the one. Here's a sec. Here's a like a bonus. If yeah. you click down at the bottom, there's a hidden pixel, and if you click on it, you get a bonus lesson. Uh, if you read and you don't wash lentils, um, apparently, like in every bag of lentils, there's usually like a couple of pebbles, <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> just to keep it fucking fresh and fun. There's usually just like a couple of small pebbles, yeah. are, and and people say like. Now, make sure you wash these thoroughly because there's probably some fucking pebbles in there as though that is a standard yeah. for any other food that we consume <laughs> that is acceptable. It's, it's like lentils DRM that they yeah, put in about, there to make sure yeah. you legally purchased these lentils. How about... How about just don't do that? Yeah. How about just what, get them out? What do you want, Justin? Someone to go through your lentils before they're in the bag and get the pebbles out? Then what would you do? Would One thing cool. that's part of your responsibility with these lentils is to make sure you get all the pebbles out of it. It yeah. doesn't make any sense. I don't want to. Those are the prize, like a little toy in the cereal. I, no, no, that doesn't track. That doesn't work like that. Um, should that we do track. questions? Yes. I, I have that. a fun new game. Oh, good. Fuck oh, this me. is good. This is, is it good? Oh, it's good. No, this, you'll like this. This is actually, uh, the idea was given to me by Moment of Magic Pod, which you should uh, check out. Do you uh, mean you stole it, it from them? No, they tweeted it at me. Okay. I thought it was a great idea. Okay. Um, And so I got a couple different things here. First... And I think Griffin, you might get this. That's a hint. Wait, is this is this another fucking quiz show? Because you can't just say it's a different game if it's play along. It is at home. A, no. This is a different game. This is not okay. So this is a quiz show where if you're listening at home and you try to fucking answer this, you have to delete the podcast because you're not allowed to play at home. I mean, that, listen, there are questions. This is then a, it's a it's fuck. A, then this is play along. It's a at game. Home. What's the difference between this and play Why, along? Hey, at home? Griffin. Hey, Griffin. Can I talk to you over here for a second? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. How come every time I bring a game, you just assume it's going to be bad? <laughs> Good question. That's the that's the first question of the quiz. Okay, listen. I'm you not saying that you don't even know. Hey, Griffin, we're still over here. You haven't even heard what the quiz is based on yet. Okay, but it's a fucking if Alec, if Alec Trebek showed up to the set of Jeopardy and was like, "What up, everybody? I got a bunch of cool questions for you all in my new game Quizms," and you'd be like. 
what? Yeah, this game's called Quizums. I'm going to ask you answers, and you have to give me the forms of the questions. And people will be like, uh-huh. but that's Jeopardy. You can't just say this is a different, welcome to my new game, Wheel of Letters. Do you mean Wheel of Fortune? It's similar in a lot of ways. Hey, Griffin? Yeah. Hey, Griffin? Fucking, you, okay, haven't go. Heard what the, you haven't even heard what it's about. Okay, let's hear it. We're going to talk about Cameo. The service Cameo. Okay. Now, let me start off the bat right here. If you don't know what it is, Cameo is a really fun service. This is not a paid advertisement. It's very fun where you go and you, uh, you know, pay celebrities different amounts of money to, like, say, a birthday wish or uh, something like that. You know, a happy anniversary message, something like that. I, I we get have Richard Carn of... to flip off your principal. Right. We have I try a lot to get of... Richard Carn to do a, uh, a message for our 500th episode. He said, and I just got a message back, and I was like, sorry, don't do paid ads. Smiley face emoji. And I was like, that sucks. But I did also just get a, a free free? <laughs> free email from Richard Karn. Nice. Fucking cool. <laughs> and we will, I will be talking about Richard Karn in this segment. Oh, fantastic. Okay, fantastic. Um, we have He's a lot sweet. of friends. He seems nice as hell, by the way. Yeah. yeah. We, have, we have a lot of friends on Cameo, including Matt Doyle. So okay. go buy a cameo from Matt Doyle. Support some actors and performers during these off work times. Uh, so Lance Bass, yeah, is on there. Sure. Uh, I'm going to read his uh, his bio, and you're going to try to guess the amount Ooh, to get that's a cameo a good from one. Lance Bass. Okay, this is a good game. I've turned around on it. Okay, now let's start here. Kudos to Lance Bass. Proceed from Lance's cameos are donated to charity. Cool. It, uh, cool. Now this is his bio. In Sinker, host of At the Daily Popcast, foodie, filmmaker, OG Sephiroth. Whoa! Hold what? On, what? <laughs> the original Sephiroth was Lance Bass. Yeah, dude. I had to look that up. He did Wait, the voice in- of Sephiroth in Kingdom Hearts. Oh, okay. Well, okay. That's. I mean, that's fucking wild. Not quite as wild as him being. You know, fucking one-winged angel destroyer of worlds. I guess it makes more sense that he did a voice of him. It does make it seem like he originated the concept. I was Sephiroth, and they based it off me. Beloved torso stabber, Sephiroth, me. Uh, Frosted tips survivor, an animal rescuer, Lance Bass. Can I Bass. say something? I want to say something about Lance Bass before you move on to Lance Bass. Lance Bass in um, uh, 2002 wanted to uh, join a uh, uh, Russian mission to the ISS, to mm-hmm. the International Space Station, and became certified in, uh, by both NASA and the Russian space program after uh, several months of cosmonaut training. Cool. Do you want to know the rest of that that I really enjoy? What's that? He, at the last minute, was not able to go, but they calibrated everything uh, for his weight. So they had to put a barrel full of stuff <laughs> equal to Lance Bass's weight in the shuttle. What? Holy what? shit! How much? How much? Okay, fuck this. I don't care about how much it takes to how much it costs to get a cameo from him. I want to know how much it costs to get the Lance Bass barrel that I can just kind of put in my living room. That is the. Oh, what's with that fucking barrel? It has nothing to do with anything else in the room. Well, let me tell you. Do you want to know how much Lance Bass weighs? The barrel. He likes that the can, I, can I keep talking about Lance Bass, please? Yeah. Okay. During his um, cosmonaut training, he had to get a thorough physical, and it was discovered that he had a cardiac arrhythmia that he had to undergo surgery for, and it saved his life. His desire to be, he would not have become discovered had he not gone into cosmonaut training. Mm. Absolutely baffling. That's My man Lance everyone. Bass, by the way, if I could just keep talking about Lance Bass sure. for a second, yeah, yeah. has retained fucking fluent Russian that he learned as part of his cosmonaut training. Are you kidding me? $50. You know what? No. Early, early cosmonaut <laughs> training saves lives. This sure. is what I'm saying. Yes, yes, absolutely. What an absolute, this guy rules. Uh, but how much money to get him to flip off your principal? Whatever it is, it's too low. I'm going to say, I'm going to say $200. I don't even know if it goes up that high for Cameo, but I'm going to say $200. Justin? Uh, for Lance Bass, I'm going to say, I feel like Griffin's in the neighborhood, uh, but I'm going to go with... Two fifty, actually, a it little price. Two fifty on the dot, and oh, worth, worth every penny. Worth every penny. Wait, did you say I got it right or 
Did yeah. you say two fifty? It was two fifty. Yeah, you got it. Okay. That oh. 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 Haven't have a combo. Yeah, I haven't used that one in a while. Okay. Yeah. Now, next, Mark McGrath. Oh, Ooh, man, now he had a fun cameo where he uh, broke up with somebody, but wished them well on their um, on their finals uh, on their doctorate, I believe. Wait, uh, <laughs> he, he broke up with someone's uh, the, a, a young lady, I believe, uh, entreated him to dump her boyfriend on uh, cameo, and Mark McGrath obliged. Now, while kind of throwing shade at her because he's like in the middle of a very tense time in his life. Uh, but Mark McGrath uh, recorded a very lovely message to this person and then dumped them. <laughs> now, that might explain. Uh, I've pulled two uh, reviews here from Mark's uh, cameos. And this first one is, unreal how thoughtful and personal this is. Thank you so much, brother. I got a little teary-eyed watching this. Not going to lie. You're the real one. He's the real one. You're yeah. the real one. Now, that probably is some kind of fun turn of phrase, but it could also be like, you're not an impersonator. You are the real Mark McGrath. This is the Mark McGrath you crave. Do you uh, remember when, <clears throat> when Mark McGrath went ballistic on a child because during a paparazzi photo sesh, the child yelled sugar gay at him, and he I think went, about it all the time. He Chris. went fucking, he went, he, he went fucking ballistic and went to like, fight the child which is bad it's like so bad on like every level but i guess my question is did he charge him for the cameo of in his life story in his life story of being the kid that mark mcgrath said he was gonna beat his ass up because he mm. said sugar gay so uh and, and second second quick review here my sister shelly and her family totally love this video Mark went above and beyond with a fantastic performance and an epic Elvis ending. Mark epic also Elvis ending you said. Yeah. Mark also <laughs> pronounces Hawaiian like a local. So cool. C cool Is beans, man. Yeah. Yeah, I figured the lead singer Sugar Ray's done his time in the islands. No question. No question. And about what it. is an Elvis ending? Got me. Don't know. Didn't do the research. Didn't find out. No, Didn't look ate, up the video. ate a cool sandwich, I bet. Yeah. Uh, Justin, you want to do the honors first since you won last round? Yeah, uh, you know what? I'm going to go for Mark McGrath. I think you're going to pay. It's a premium. I feel like his star is just a little bit higher than Lance Bass, weirdly, because he's got like a show on Sirius uh, every weekend, and I, he's staying busy, staying in the news. I bet he jacked up his rates after he went a little viral with the breakup. I'm going to I'm gonna set him right at, at uh, $300. Okay, Griffin. That is Fucking poppycock. Griffin, you're he, pretty far away from the microphone. I know. It's because I was leaning back because of the fucking ridiculousness of Justin's offer. It's in, okay. it, the, He's not, he doesn't even have cosmonaut. That's my opening offer. He doesn't even have cosmonaut training. So like, that how can true. he make, it's, I'm going to say, uh, if it's anything more than $100, I will eat my shoes. It is $99. I'm giving Thank that to you. Griffin. Wow. Griffin, amazing. Thank you. Now. Very close. I'm very impressed. We're all tied up. One and okay. one. Now for this last, this is a head-to-head -head competition, this last one. Okay. Uh, and this is direct from, once again, I'm going to give credit to you, at Magic Moment Pod. Here it is. Are you ready? Yes. Richard Korn oh. and Tom Arnold are both on Cameo. Oh. I'm calling this category Carnold. Wish you wouldn't. I want you guys to give me who charges more, Richard Korn or Tom Arnold, and for for the deciding factor, if you can get closest to the price of your choice, <clears throat> you wow. will win. Now, let me also say what I really enjoy, because we are nearing Father's Day, both of uh, these actors, Richard Karn and Tom Arnold, had the hashtag, a gift for all dads. A gift for every dad. A gift for all dads. What dad wouldn't be excited to receive a cameo from either of these actors? A gift for all dads. I mean, I'd be excited for one of them, but if I got one, the other one, I'd be fucking pissed and they know which one it is. Oh boy. And that's all I'm gonna a fucking gift say. gift for all dads. A gift for all dads. Uh, Tom Arnold is worth more money than Richard Karn in general. You so I'm gonna give that? Yeah. And okay. I mean, I have a whole rubric that I use to judge, um, judge famous people for how much money that they're worth and i yes. think tom arnold just comes out on top of richard rich boy but you know 
you know I'm there for you, but Tom Arnold's got you beat in that category. Um, I mean, I mean, I feel like I'm going to have to go Tom Arnold as well. Yes, which is not fair. What's the deciding thing? How you much need to, Tom yeah, Arnold? How much for Tom Arnold? How much to get a Tom Arnold? Yeah, I feel like Tom Arnold is going to cost you. I again, I feel like Tom Arnold is going to run you two hundred and twenty-five dollars, <laughs> and I feel like Richard Carn is seventy-five dollars. No, you know what? Richard Carn seventy-five dollars. Tom Arnold one hundred and fifty. That's that is it. I'm going to say twice as much as Richard Carn, who I bet cost seventy-five dollars. I know I entreated him to. Um, uh, record a greeting for our show. I do not remember the cost. I didn't pay that close attention to it. And folks, that's privilege. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead and just say it. I'll do anything for this show. Now, Griffin? Yeah. I was going to say How? 150 also for Tom Arnold, but Justin's swooped How much there. for Richard Karn? How much for Richard Karn? Yeah. You said 75 for Richard Karn, 150 for Tom Arnold? That is what I said. God, that's that was mine. So fucking good, Juice. It feels right, doesn't it? It's got a very good mouth. I'm gonna feel. say 76, 75 76, for Richard Carn. 76 for Richard Carn. 149 Fuck for Tom off. Arnold. I'm gonna call it a tie because none of that cheap bullshit, Griffin. What? Uh, you Richard, said, you can't fucking. Okay, that's fucking bullshit. You can't just make up the rules of this incredible game as we go along. Seventy-six dollars uh, for Richard Carn. One forty-nine for Tom okay, Arnold. Okay, that's shit. I gotta give it to Griffin. Richard Carn, $80. Tom Arnold, $125. A gift for all dads. A gift for all dads. This Hey, for $200. Mm-hmm. Get the combo. <laughs> this is Get what them I'm talking to each other. <laughs> Make them fucking read a scene from Waiting for Godot <laughs> yep. together. You get that Carnold action. My, your dad's going to love this recreation of True West, starring Richard Carn <laughs> and Tom Arnold alternating roles in each Shit, cameo. Yeah, all right. That was a good uh, game, Travis. You went. You've done it. Thank you've you. You've cracked. You fucking cracked the code. I mean, it wasn't your idea, but you fucking executed it beautifully. Thank you very much. All I want to talk about anymore is Lance Bass. Lance, if you're listening, bud, please hit us up. Reach out to. You know, we have a very, very good track record. Lance, if you would love to come on the show and just talk to be a it's guest, for, I would love to have. We you. have. Fun. I, I I will go on record as saying I think any NSYNC member, uh, except Justin Timberlake. Yeah, yeah. I that, don't want. We've made it clear we don't want JT on the show. No but I would love it. to have Lance on. If here. we could get JC Chazé, oh boy, that would be a I, life. I'm goal. really. Can we just stay focused for fucking once in our careers? I just want Lance Bass as a guest spurt. Okay, I think that would be fantastic. All right, let's make. I'm just let's saying, maybe we could, wait, we could combo it together, chain it together, Stop. go Chris, Chris Fitzpatrick, then JC Chazé, then Joey Fatone to Lance Bass. Listen, right? one thousand dollars will get us four cameos from. Lance. And I think that might be enough for us to put together a guest segment. We could just get him like saying things in response to potential questions and then kind of weave yeah. them together. Edit it together. Oh, that's okay. not bad. Listen, everyone, stop. Stop. It's time. Oh, wait. Speaking of tweeting at people, I want to thank everyone for tweeting at WSAZ's Rob Johnson. Uh, there was a lot of tweets to Rob Johnson uh, f- uh, for getting us, uh, for getting um, our kite out of the tree. A lot of people tweeted him to thank him. Um, uh, also, I just, I'm just going to share this very briefly. Um, this is uh, uh, Rob Johnson said that we need to hear real music. Forget Rob Thomas. You need Rob Johnson uh-huh. and shared a length of, to a brief song about Rob Johnson that I'd love to share with you guys, oh, if that's okay. Oh, but, uh, it's just a very brief song about Rob Johnson. Sure. So if and, you could just, and then uh, I promise we're going to start doing questions. It's going to be great. Then the show will begin. <laughs> oh, yes. Um, this is uh, by uh, Rob Coleman. It's a song about Rob Johnson commissioned by Alan Brown. And this is, the, this is how the song goes. What up? My name is Rob Johnson. Bob Huntington, famous Bob Johnson. Yeah, this whole show should be called Bob Johnson. So say it out loud. Stuck in the rain. Bob Johnson. WSA. Bob Johnson. See, it's gonna be. Bob Johnson. In the Hall of Fame. Bob Johnson. Six in the morning. What up, it's Bob Johnson. And now it's midday. Bob Johnson. Say it, hey. Bob Johnson. In the Johnson. Say what you want, but I love it. Rob Johnson. Don't act like you are above it. Rob Johnson. No one is ever above. Rob Johnson. So that's one of my favorite songs wow. about Rob Johnson. That's strong. The ones wow. that I've heard. Strong. It's way up. That there. has no business being that good. 
I know it's way better than I expected it to be when I clicked the link. Thank you, WSAZ Rob Johnson. Uh, appreciate it. Hope you can figure out why you were having some signal trouble on June 4th. Best of luck to you and yours. My wife and I recently moved into our first house and it's pretty great, but our elderly next door neighbor keeps mowing our yard. It started with him just doing our small front yard, which makes sense since it would almost be more work to mine the borders of our yards. But recently he's been mowing our backyard as well and he's not doing a good job. Mm-hmm. He cuts corners. He cuts corners and skips patches that would be tricky for his riding mower to get into. And worse yet, my wife and I are working from home, so we have no choice but to watch him do the whole thing poorly. Should we ask him to stop or thank him? That's from Indecisive in Indiana. I did not expect the twist of someone who will go through the effort of mowing your backyard, but does not take pride in a job well done. I did not see that coming. I don't understand the... Just can you not go out there and fucking polish it off? Is that the somebody is mowing your lawn for free, and your complaint is that they're cutting corners when you could just go out there and knock out those last few corners? Well, but like, here's okay. Here's the problem, Griffin. What is the problem? There is there is a factor here. There is an unknown quantity here, which is does neighbor guy think he's doing them a good job service? Right, because if he's like, ah, what a good, nice thing to do for my neighbors, and then they see you out there cleaning up after them, that, oh, mm. ow. Oh, okay, um. okay, I see what you're actually saying. Now it's like, oh, it wasn't good enough for you, huh? I see you out there kind of going over some of my work. Right, right. Okay, <laughs> all right, that's trickier, fair. But there's also the potential that this is a passive aggressive thing. I have neighbors. They're very nice, let me be clear. But I'm saying I could see where if I let my lawn go a little bit, maybe didn't have it mowed, uh, then then they're like, oh, I see that Travis hasn't mowed his lawn. Mm. What a sloppy young man, this millennial. Probably too busy out there partying and yeah. raving and eating avocado toast. <laughs> Sorry, did you <laughs> say avocado? Yeah, they're they're old. They don't know what an avocado is. They oh, say avocado. <laughs> this generational gap just keeps getting it's so bad. And so then they come over and they mow my lawn, and it's a passive aggressive thing, right? Um, yeah. Or I mean, you're gonna have to grass. You're gonna have to do it at night with like one of those push mowers. It doesn't make s- sounds. Yeah. So that'll get stealth you out of mower, a stealth mowing situation. Or scissors. You, scissors. Scissors are nice and quiet. Or just rip the shit up so it doesn't grow back. Yeah. People, why don't people do that? Yeah, put down some turf. Put down a little bit of astroturf down there, and then you, and then also if you want to throw the pigskin around, it's or, right there ready for you. A, ba- a bunch of like black plastic, make it into a slip and slide hole. A hole. Put some visqueen down. Make yeah. a whole backyard slip and slide. Nobody's done that before. Dig a pond. No one thinks oh, about that's... like, and and this is like, think about it for a second. Dig a pond back there. All you need for a pond is the absence of dirt and water. That's right. And the water's going to come from rain. Yeah. And now you got a swimming hole. <laughs> you got a big old swimming hole in the backyard. And that's I think funny if I, because if... then all the neighborhood youth can come and everyone and neighbors and instead of getting into drugs and, you know, hard partying or whatever, everybody can just come down to the swimming hole, talk about life. <sighs> you, a lot you about may... living and a little about love. You may be overthinking this. You may be mm. overthinking this a little bit because if I owned a beautiful, powerful John Deere riding mower, I'm assuming it's a deer because if it's not, it's not a machine, is that if I got done mowing my lawn on my beautiful John Deere riding mower, I imagine my first thought would be like, Ooh, I would love to cut a little bit more lawn with this huge, beautiful machine. Yeah. I don't think anybody gets done mowing their lawn in their riding mower and thinks like, that that has satisfied me. I think they probably think like, oof, oh man, I'm I'm hungry for even more. So they may well, just be trying to like either satisfy this dark passenger, or like trying to like um make it make their purchase of a riding mower make a little bit more sense. That's what it is. Yes. I like that. Yeah. I uh, like that. But I do like Griffin that in your mind, this person is like, Well, I already bought the mower and my yard is only like twenty square feet. So I need to keep using this somewhere. But I am not invested in the quality of my job because it's not my yard. Yeah. You could set up some traffic cones that he could like slalom around 
and but like position them in a way that the, he would make sure that he would get all this, all this, those nooks and crannies, and then he would have more fun with it too. That would be better for everybody. Yeah, and you get to watch it. Yeah, you could also get your own riding lawnmower, and then every time he goes out, be like, "Oh shit, he's going quick, go!" And then you get on your own riding lawnmower and do your own yard, and you can do like a race with it. There's lots of cool ways to get to know your neighbor. Get get in, get a lance. Get a yeah. lance. Get a, get a lance jousting bass. lance. Yeah. No, get a jousting lance oh. bass. <laughs> Do it. I said I meant like jousting lance. That would be fun in riding lawnmowers, but I think there's something also great to getting lance bass to do a cameo to ask your neighbor to stop fucking up your grass. <laughs> hey, see, Lance says, uh, I'm gonna say this in Russian. Please stop fucking up my grass. <laughs> hey, even from space, I can see you're doing a terrible job <laughs> mowing the grass. I brought this barrel full of stuff uh, that's gonna hold down the grass so it won't grow up anymore. I found your lack of uh, uh, work ethic heartbreaking and I can't handle that I've had enough problems I need you to just stay in your home please citizen let me mow the lawn for you <laughs> this is my side business I bought a lawnmower and I've been making some extra scratch I'm gonna build my own rocket uh, Griffin, you have any Yahoo's saved up this week that you'd like to share with us? Um, if you do, I could do a quick one. Yeah, sure. Um, Ooh, this, this Yahoo is sent in by lots of folks. Thanks. It's an anonymous Yahoo Answers user who I'm going to uh, named uh, Jim. Wow. Asks. <laughs> but it's not spelled how it sounds. No, no. It's G-Y-M. Asks. <laughs> Why don't we have castles anymore? We only Good have regular question. basic buildings now. Why did humans stop building castles? Castles are just as good and sturdy as regular buildings, except they look better. So why did humans stop building castles? I live in America, BTW, and maybe it's just America that hates castles? I haven't been to other countries. There's castles. There, uh, I, mm, I, I mean, I'm talking out of my ass now, but I would, I would estimate that the castle per square inch ratio of america is lower than yes a lot of other sort of territories across this yeah. beautiful globe of ours i think i can understand the question because castles are made out of what rocks and stuff to hold the rocks together that's yes. that's basically it from what i like and tapestries Tapestries, but even though I don't even think they have load bearing tapestries in castles, I think, you know, brass tacks, there are no brass tacks involved. It's just rocks and stuff to hold the rocks together. That's every, I've never walked around inside a castle and been like, hmm, drywall. It's always rocks and stuff to hold the rocks together. And there's lots of fucking rocks. And I imagine lots of ways to get them to stick together. And so, like, I don't understand why, you know, I don't, the housing crisis building castles because they ran out of materials, Griffin. I don't think anyone thought that was it. Well, no, it was just like somebody invented drywall and they're like, oh, cool, this is what it has to be from now on. But like, I guess drywall and wood and stuff is expensive. Uh, but like, there's a shortage of housing, uh, available housing as a commodity. And I mm -hmm. think that we could just start slapping some rocks together and making some pretty fucking cool houses out of it. And it's not just like, so we could have houses. We could have fucking cool castle houses in it too, like in but Blank But why Chad. do we need, I mean, we don't need, why do we need how, why do we need a castle is my thing. Like, I, if I upset my neighbors, I don't expect them to try to settle it with siege weaponry. Oh, you know, you I don't, don't expect them to, I don't expect them to come out with like catapults and, and, uh, uh, I was about to say Batista. What's up? It's me, uh, hey, Batista. I'm going to start kicking your castle. We're going to see what happens. Your neighbor paid for a cameo. <laughs> <laughs> it's my new service, Kikio. I go to your house and kick your castle till it falls down. I'm Dave Batista. Yeah, I know, Groot. What of it? Kick, 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 kick. <laughs> um. There's just no need for the castle. There's no need for you. You know they they uh, castles were used. You know the uh, a lot of the ruling class would make them like the boss of the fiefdom, right? Yeah. That they would live in a castle and then rule over. If my neighbors saw me building a castle, they would probably start to get suspicious. Yeah, yeah. what is this guy gonna do? Does this guy have designs on trying to rule over? the the region uh, the new the king of huntington perhaps every mm. time i have learned anything about a castle basically what i've learned is that the timeline breaks down as castle building is completed and then like the next day somebody comes 
and by some means will leave out mm, clears everyone out of that castle sure. and now that castle is theirs repeat yeah. for about 500 years mm-hmm. so haunted I fucking that is, hate it. That would I not fu- fly now. I, it wouldn't yeah. be like, you left your house, and then I got in it. Well, I guess that's just squatter's rights, isn't it? There's a lot of complicated issues there, but I think the point remains that like, if you walked into a house and someone told you, pretty cool house, huh? Hundreds and hundreds of people have been killed here to get the yeah. house. Then I would be like, I, would, I don't want to be in this house anymore. And yet you walk into a castle or a fortress, and it's like, yeah, 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 yeah. Cool place. So, like, Look at all the rocks. Pillars, love it. Look at those sconces. There's, those are original sconces thousands dead in many sieges then i would be like the ghost energy the spectral energy in here is not great so i'm gonna that I is true leave. when i was buying a house like our realtor wasn't like and you see that that tiny hole near the floor do you know what that's for hot oil that's hot oil in case somebody tries so that's gonna keep them away uh and that hole over there that's for shooting arrows out of so that's pretty cool huh i i I rescind the question. It's a bad question, I think, about it. <laughs> Do you think that there was somebody who built a castle, like, after the Age of Castles was done? And, like, as they built the castle, they finished, and they're like, Todd, no one wants to take this. And they're like, oh, man, doesn't somebody want to take my castle? It's like, no, these things are highly important. How do you keep this, like, Do- high... In the in the winter and cold in the summer, Todd this is highly impractical. It's like yeah, yeah, you need but, to be in a temperate temperate, temperate region climate. for sure. Do you think the person exists, Travis, who would spend a bunch of money building a, a modern day castle, who would at any point th- thereafter would admit that it was a mistake? Like no. fellow fellow cosmonaut Richard Garriott, creator of the Ultima series, <laughs> built a castle here in Austin, Texas that has all kinds of incredible winding corridors and secret passages, and uh, the, the fucking museum with a t- you know a Tesla coil and a you know a bunch of old archaic technology in it. But you know he probably gets to a point where he wakes up in the middle of the night and he does have diarrhea and he has to go <laughs> running and remember like which skull goes on which bookshelf to open up the hard cold stone staircase <laughs> to the one toilet in the house but still even he would not be like this was guys i blew it he's probably got <laughs> I just want a studio apartment he's probably got to keep up pretenses known castle haver richard garriott probably has to continue telling people how great it is to live in a castle that's what that's all i'm saying i would i would like to have a castle yeah um but i don't know that i would like to live in it they don't seem comfortable then what are They're you gonna made f- out of rocks what are you gonna fucking do with it what would I do with it if I had? I would let people go through it for tours and charge them money, which is what I think people in Europe do if they own a castle. Yeah, they, that's how they make ends meet, is they have to turn it into like a B&B or something. Yeah. And meanwhile, they live like above a bar downtown, and they're having a great time. I'd probably turn it into a fucking cool like airsoft course, like an airsoft yeah. arena. That's a nice. good idea. I'd make it a magic quest place. Oh, yeah, that's pretty good. I, I would probably make mine uh, like LARP, like a Dungeons and Dragons LARP. Like a LARP thing? Yeah. Pretty good. Rent it out. Maybe make it uh, like a B&B, but fill it with board games and host- D&D B&B? Uh, D&D B&B, yes. That's fucking funny. That's fucking good. That's good, TMTMT. <laughs> that's good joke for a podcast, but also like good thing for life. If anybody wants that, yeah. you can have it. D&D, B&B. I'm freaking out. Yeah, I'm how rich. good these hey. ideas and funny ideas are. Yeah, listen, we almost don't need this. I feel like at this point, well, good like, news. we've got a lot of <laughs> we're not million too- dollar <laughs> What? Good news, Justin. We're not going to keep the money from Money Zone this week. Yeah, this week we are donating uh, the ad money from uh, the episode to the Marsha P. Johnson Institute. Marsha P. Johnson was a uh, incredible black trans activist during the Stonewall uh, riots, and uh, the Marsha P. Johnson Institute goes to support and uh, you know fight for the human rights of black trans people in America. And it's a, a rad organization. We're going to include a link to uh, where you can support the Marsha P. Johnson Institute. Uh, in the episode description. Uh, So, yeah, do that. And uh, we're going to talk about some some sponsors that sell products and services. Whoa. Yeah. That was smooth. Thanks, bud. A 
I love my post office. I'm a first name basis with everybody there. Love to go there. Love it. But right now, I you know, if I can avoid going out, if I can avoid going somewhere, no matter how personally painful it may be for me, uh, I'm going to do it. You can uh, get a lot of the services, except for the friendly smiles that you get at the post office, with stamps.com. Brings all the services of the post office right into your home or wherever you're you're uh, you're hiding away right now. You can use your computer to print official U.S. postage, twenty four hours a day, seven days a week for any letter, any package, any class of mail, anywhere you want to send it. And once your mail is ready, you just leave it for your ma- mail carrier. You schedule a free package pickup, or you just drop it in a mailbox. It's just that easy, and no uh, human contact. Required with stamps.com. I almost said scamps.com. That'd be a good website too if anybody's in the in the I in the market. Fucking, you know you can't say the I name. I don't I'm very sure that scamps.com is oh, Justin. Oh you. no. Oh gets, this URL redirects to some truly heinous <laughs> business friend. Oh my god. Oh look at no. scamps. Oh god <laughs> no. Some what's the number for FBI? Good. It's just Crazy. full of scamps. They're do, they're doing all kinds of shenanigans. No way, man. That one's got a slingshot. They fucking just <laughs> stole a pie out of a windowsill. Oh, Wait, is no, he? He's got one of those sassy grins. Oh, that one just conned a friend into painting the fence for him. Right now, our listeners get a special offer that includes a four-week trial plus free postage and a digital scale without any long-term commitment just go to stamps.com click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in my brother that's stamps.com enter my brother well, this is just a big jpeg of bug halls alf alpha from the little <laughs> rascals movie hey griffin can i ask you a question uh-huh av hey ooye in bay inking say about a e-learning ray at the, have you been thinking about learning that language you took in high school again or college, but think it'll take too much time? I was trying to do Pig Latin. I know, but, but you couldn't fluid. even do that. So I think Babel yeah. may be a little bit above your pay grade, but probably not. You should dip into it anyway, because learning is fun. Yes, Babbel can help you relearn that language fast. Uh, Babbel is designed to quickly get you speaking your new language within weeks with daily 10 to 15 minute lessons. And listen, we all got 10 to 15 minutes. You got it. You just put all your toilet time together. Yeah. And you've been listening to this podcast for what, 40 minutes? Thank you. Good point, Travis. Turn off this podcast. Yeah. You Listen, this says uh, weeks with daily 10 to 15. What about just one day? What if you just did it all in one day? I don't think they want us to say or endorse. Pop a limitless <laughs> pill and learn this language. <laughs> Pop a limitless pill and do it all in one day. Okay. And then uh, do another course the next day. And the next I've been, day. I've been. I've tried to learn Spanish several times, never uh, quite stuck, but uh, I have really been enjoying going through Babel and doing the lessons. They're, they're the most sort of natural uh, and fun to do lessons that I have found uh, for for sort of brushing up, but also like just learning new vocabulary and stuff like that. Uh, it is it is a uh, really really good service. You know what language and I plus- learned in high. You know what language I. You know what language I learned in high school. What Griffin? The language of love. Okay. Uh, they called me, por- has, they called me uh, Porky Pig. Okay. Because how much? Gross. How much? I- Gross. Because of how much? I, I was mid-coffee sip. I thought I'd earned it after my great personal endorsement. Okay. But no. You had to Before take you away talk from about me. all your porking, can I mention that Babel has speech recognition technology that helps you to improve your pronunciation and accent? <laughs> Go okay, ahead and do Griffin. that. But I want Babel to know I am going to talk more about that immediately after the ad. So that okay. it'll be sort of sandwiched in there. So it's helping you with your accent and your pronunciation too. Right now, Babbel is offering our listeners three months free with the purchase of a three-month subscription with promo code MYBROTHER, all one word. So go to babbel.com and use promo code MYBROTHER, all one word, on your three-month subscription. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com, promo code MYBROTHER, Babbel. Language for life. So you're probably thinking like Porky okay. Pig, probably because he was porking a whole lot, right? But it was no, it was my tech. My technique was I would get down there and just be like,
piece of shit. <laughs> God, God, despicable people. How we are I the worst. To you. Absolutely the worst. Man, I this is the first time I've ever been sad that listeners can't tell our voices apart because I'm afraid they'll think I said that. Man, I almost didn't say that was so off-brand. Wow. <laughs> all our brands are fucked. <laughs> That's all of us. Macho man to the top rope. The flying elbow. The cover. We've got a new champion. We're here with Macho Man Randy Savage after his big win to become the new world champion. What are you going to do now, Match? I'm going to go listen to the newest episode of the Tights and Fights podcast. Oh, yeah. Tell us more about this podcast. It's the podcast of power. Too sweet to be sour. Funky like a monkey. Woke discussions, man. And jokes about wrestlers' fashion choices. Myself excluded. Yeah. I can't wait to listen. Neither can I. You can find it Thursdays on Maximum Fun. Oh, yeah. Dig it. Here, I'm not even going to waste anybody's time. What a munch. I want to munch. I tried to give that a modern edge because, folks, I'm so happy to report that we have a new munch squad. We've gone back to the future. From the now times, <gasps> well, from like a week ago, but still, from this era, kind of wild, actually, not sure it's tasteful, but, you know, uh, these brands are going to brand, this is their thing sure. that they do, um, and uh, here's the story, this, a lot of you sent this in, so thank you so much, limited edition Pringles flavor packs the juicy layers of a Wendy's Baconator into one crunchy bite. Huh. Bacon lovers rejoice. I'm going to um, do something real quick. I'm going to enter that phrase in quotes into Google and oh, see yeah. how many hits that I get. And the answer is 8,760. So they have a lot to be thankful for, sure. I think, right now. Uh, but in this situation, it's that the masters of flavor at Pringles, which <clears throat> I've Bet that is not a label that has been applied to them very frequently, but the masters of flavor at Pringles have done it again. This time in partnership with the queen of hamburgers. Oh boy. <laughs> Wendy. Just titles being thrown around. Just the, yeah. The new limited edition Pringles Baconator packs all the delicious flavors of, packs all the delicious layers of flavor found in the fan favorite Wendy's Baconator into one perfectly delicious bite. When it comes to delivering on a mouthwatering delicious hamburger, Wendy's doesn't cut corners with a half pound of fresh, never frozen beef, American cheese, six strips of crispy applewood smoked bacon. This is a chip. Why are we wasting our time talking about this? Yeah. Ketchup and mayonnaise for a Wendy's Baconator. Replicating those delicious layers into one single Pringles crisp. No challenge is too large for Pringles. I've heard well, that. I have heard. That's how they're I, also working on uh, world peace right now. If no challenge is too large for Pringles, I would submit that they are maybe wasting their talents creating uh, bacon hamburger chips. There's some other pressing concerns that I would love for them to address. So, Griffin, whose was funnier? Oh. I've been so distracted this whole time because I've been thinking about how delightful it would be if Wendy's didn't know about this. And Pringles was just like, <laughs> Wendy's, Wendy's doesn't fucking cut any corners. Wendy's brings you the good burgers. We love Wendy's. <laughs> so we did a chip on them. And Wendy's like, oh. <laughs> Thank you, I guess. <laughs> we squished out 20 of your hamburgers into every chip. <laughs> We destroyed them like the like the guy in No Country for Old Men. We just went baconator to baconator, euthanizing them and squishing them down into chips to prove our love to you. Please, please recognize us. The Pringles brand delivers insanely accurate flavor combinations that are both delicious and convenient, said Derek <laughs> McGuire. 
senior director of marketing for Pringles, Con- who seems biased. <laughs> what does that mean? Convenient. It's convenient. With such a strong fan base, we knew we had to nail that fresh, never frozen Wendy's flavor perfectly. Fucking, if you can eat a chip and be like, well, this beef's never been frozen, I can tell. Luckily, our flavor experts were up to the task. The Pringles Baconator Crisps are the perfect way to enjoy the savory goodness all in one bite. Yes, Travis, convenient. Indulging in a Wendy's Baconator craving has never been easier. Just break open a can, pop a crisp, and experience the wonders straight from your pantry. Okay. Yeah, it's for people that it's like, God, it would be tough to get a hamburger right now. I'm not sure I can get that together, but I do have a craving. Maybe I'll eat a chip of but it. But this is making it sound like it's a future food of like a Wendy's Baconator in pill form. Like you would eat one chip and be like, I am stuffed. I, That's I a just, Baconator right there. I do not trust Pringles to do a slam dunk when it comes to recreating flavors because in my mind, the different flavors of Pringles are regular salty and then like maybe I'll give you sour cream and then every other one is just un- just the same sort of unconscionably zesty sort of uh miasma that I could not diagnose uh gun to my head um it, here's here's good news each can comes with a code on the seal that can be used to score a free Wendy's baconator Son of Baconator or Breakfast Baconator with purchase when you order through the Wendy's app. Hey, friends, it's me. If you use this code to get a Son of Baconator mm-hmm. when you could have gotten a free Baconator, I'm going to have you committed. That is a, for for uh, uh, intense lack of value recognition. That would be a terrible half. use. Cut it in half. Yes. Cut it in half if it's too much for you. But don't waste the opportunity. Don't wa- Take it up a notch yes. and pile Pringles Baconator on top of a Wendy's Baconator. Whoa. Eat my ass. No. What are you talking about? Whoa. Can you imagine? Why? Why would you do that? Or dip the crisps in Frosty for a sweet and salty treat. Now. Now that sounds good as fuck. Yeah, now I'm I'm on board <laughs> with that one. That made me high. Whoa. I, Rich, instead of making me crave that, it made me high. That's how much I want that. At Wendy's, quote, at Wendy's, the Baconator has long been an iconic bacon cheeseburger like no other. That is a fucking wild sentence. We're just going to revisit it one more time. And when you're imagining uh, the the verbiage in here, note the bacon cheeseburger is capitalized. So maybe that's its formal name. At Wendy's, the Baconator has long been an iconic bacon cheeseburger like no other. With stacked fresh beef, which I guess is a descriptor that <laughs> leads you to imply quality. <laughs> oh, is, is that beef stacked? Yumma, yumma. Whoa, I usually lay my shit out on side by side, not even on the bun. That's wild. Fuck. I didn't even think about that. When did you stack this? You stacked this yesterday? Nah, stacked fresh. Oven cooked applewood smoked bacon. Ooh, you used the oven on it? Damn. <laughs> and piping hot cheese. What? Ooh. This is not this is not part of it. We knew we were going it was going to be a challenge to get all that flavor and goodness into one bite. Says, and I'm so happy to have him back, Carl Laredo, Fuck yeah. Wendy's oh, U.S. Yeah. Chief Marketing Officer, and we cattle excited to work. <laughs> we're excited to work with the flavor experts at Pringles <laughs> to deliver the taste our fans know and love in a unique way. Hey guys, words still mean shit. Deliver the taste our fans know and love in a unique way is nothing. No, I'll tell you what. We know what our- would be a unique way is if the flavor kings at, at Pringles could somehow aerosolize the Baconator and I could inhale it. Yes. Mm. Put it in an IV. Yes. We know our Baconator fanatics will be in for quite a treat when they taste how insanely accurate Pringles <laughs> made this delicious crisp. Mmm! This is so accurate! Ah! It's yeah. accurate! Ah! <laughs> you can tell that the, that's the end of it. Um, that You could tell that these people have been like, the, that none of these people said any of this because no one has ever called them a crisp in their entire Only life. Assholes. Unless they're legally ma- Yeah. Oh, it's no, it's actually reconstituted potato granules, and uh, the potato lobby made it, the potato chip lobby made it so that they couldn't call them chips. So they were legally uh, uh, barred from calling them chips. It's a true story. I mean, out of granules. Oh, to make God, I wish I could transport. fucking wedge you over Skype. I wish Skype would add and some sort of transcripts because there was oh, a lot look of at that. I, I just got confirmation back on my cameo request from Lance Bass to come wedgie Justin. He should be showing <laughs> up right now. I'm wedgie you to the fucking moon.
Um, Can we do this second question? Because it'll be very fast. Uh, sure. Yeah, let's do this second I'm question. A, I'm, I am anticipating just a real quick in and out revolving door and we give we give them a, a, a harsh talking to and then the door finishes revolving. That's what people come to this show for. Harsh talkings to. Hey, brothers, I work at a job that allows me to drive around my city all day long making frequent stops. I keep a small fishing pole and a box of tackle in my car as there are lots of good fishing holes randomly throughout my city. Anytime I have a spare hour between sessions, I will go to the nearest pond or fishing hole and have a few casts. Recently, I found a choice-looking pond that I've never seen anybody fishing at. Seems like a prime spot. However, it's located in a cemetery. Stop it! There are no signs saying, do not fish here, but I feel weird about just walking up with my gear and making a cast. Huh. Is this wrong? Am I being paranoid? Am I just begging to be cursed? Please help. That's from Fishy Dilemma in Oklahoma City, the city of a thousand fishing <laughs> holes. <laughs> Apparently. I just figured out what I want my epitaph to say, I guess. And it is do not fish here because apparently we need one of them in every cemetery. Informing people that this cemetery water feature probably does not have game fish in it for you to go digging around in. Honey, I brought home some koi for us to fry up. (laughs) Graveyard koi, honey, my favorite. The, the spirits Yum, the of ancestors death. have been transferred into them, and that's where the flavor comes from. I've never, it's the weirdest fucking thing. Beautiful, beautiful big pond. And I've never seen anyone fishing at it. It's, I, it's such a prime spot, too. I, I would also point out, question asker, if you include the phrase, but I feel weird about just walking up with my gear and making a Mm -hmm. guess, and then follow that that. up with next sentence, is this wrong? Kind of seems like you might know the answer to that particular question. Am I I just kind of post up on someone's headstone uh, with my Milwaukee's best? That's great. cast on in there. It's just... The the thought that you are begging to be cursed is also like that shouldn't have to be the repercussion here. If I am if I am at Peppy Pep's funeral, although it's more of a funeral because Peppy Pep had some really zany requests, but I do look. Life. He led a great fun life until life. he died in that turbo hang glider accident. <laughs> but I do look sick. I'm not to sign the release forms. And I, f- I just finished singing Dancing on the Ceiling. And I looked to the <laughs> left. And just out of eyeshot of this incredible funeral is you in your waiters fucking <laughs> doing some fly fishing into the. There's no way. There's no way that will be acceptable. I don't even know what this I don't even know what this next sentence means, but me and the entire funeral party will come get you. And I don't even know what that means. But there's no way we can let that be. Can you imagine being like the groundskeeper at a cemetery and like walking up and seeing somebody fishing in a pond? Like I don't even think you'd get angry so much as you just be like, you you can't do this. You know you can't do this. I shouldn't have to tell you not to catch those we don't stock this pond with fish for you to catch these are for the ghosts to catch yeah. you know that um folks thank you so much for listening to our show we hope you've enjoyed yourself we hope you're hanging in there uh if you're if you're protesting uh we hope that you're you're trying to stay as safe as as possible um if you're not able to or you you feel like you need to uh uh do something and and participate you can go to blacklivesmatters.carrd.co uh there's petitions you can sign places to call you can donate even without spending money uh voting information for processors whatever you need um that is a great place to start uh and we would encourage you to do so just as even though it, it may not be as uh front of mind in the media that you know, the, the, the push still goes on there. Uh, and again, check out the uh, Marsha P. Johnson Institute. We got links to that in the episode description. Uh, hey, thanks to John Roderick and the Long Winters for these for our theme song is a departure off the album, Putting the Days to Bed. Great tunes, great track. Uh, lots of uh, positive vibes there, man. And uh, thank you to MaximumFun.org for having us on the network. Check out all the great shows there, like uh, Tights and Fights and uh, Fanti and uh, all the others, MaximumFun.org. 
Uh, you can go to macroymerch.com and check out all the cool McElroy merch, uh, including a Good Out Here t-shirt and a Phantasmal and Resplendent pen. Uh, both of those uh, are the uh, proceeds from which will go to the Trevor Project uh, in celebration of Pride Month. So go check those out. Uh, is that it? Should we uh, do the final? Yes. Yeah, Here's a final Yahoo. It was sent in by lots of people, and it is an anonymous Yahoo Answers user. Uh, and uh, their name is actually Cran. Cran. Cram. Cram, you say. With is that like in. Cran Cram is like no, the name? No, it's just Cram. I misspoke the first time. Okay. It's, okay. it's C-R-A-M-M. Thank you for your honesty. I appreciate that. Cram asks, I thought Tim Allen was dead. Who am I confusing him with? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my name is Justin McElroy. I'm Travis McElroy. I'm Griffin McElroy. This has been my brother, my brother, me. Kiss your dad. Square on the lips. MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.